Welcome back to another episode of Sharing Time. I am Sean Rapier, and as we mentioned before, we were going to have a rotating group of hosts, and we have rotated. <laughs> and Steve Solberg, I am so sorry that I even put a mic stand in front of you. I'm already <laughs> playing fiddling with it. Steve, it's because you're a stand-up comic it's and just, you're sitting down. And that's a good, good way to start. Steve Solberg, welcome to the show. Sit-down comic today. <laughs> Who's still fiddling with the microphone. Yeah, so we have Steve Solberg here. Steve is a full-time touring stand-up comic. We've had him as a guest on Latter-day Lives before, and Mm -hmm. he is one of the funniest men we know. Also returning, speaking of funniest men we know, Ken (laughs) Craig. Ken Craig, welcome back to the show. Thanks, it's great to be here, Sean. Yeah, so no Nate Jones this week, but Steve... A very, very good replacement. And we have a special guest. Who's not funny. Yes. <laughs> Your role is not to be funny. It is to scold and correct. And we are here. Rebuke. Pile on the guilt. The topic this week is Latter-day Saint food culture. And who better than to have Zach Cordell? Zach is the host of the Latter-day Saint Nutritionist podcast, which you should be listening to. He is also a registered dietitian, certified dietitian. Registered I have no idea what the right yeah. word is, clearly. We'll take a registered dietitian, and you can even throw a nutritionist onto the back of it if you want to. Dietitian and nutritionist. Yeah, I'm pretty I am, special. I am mildly <laughs> concerned this is about to turn into an intervention. <laughs> I thought you were saying, I am neither of those things. <laughs> I am clearly neither of those things. But Zach, the we're so glad you're here. Well, thank Zach, you. you are a full-on professor. Uh, I'm a lecturer. I don't have a PhD. I just have oh. a master's. You oh, know. just a master's. Yeah. Oh, I'm learning so many words. I didn't know that. A PhD? You've never heard PhD? Well, <laughs> like that you could, you don't call yourself a professor if you're not a PhD. I yeah, didn't know you'd that be either. surprised how many people don't know that. Like a Actually, lot of professors? Actually, I think I knew that in college, but yeah. I had forgotten that. Yeah, so I, my, my position is an, uh, is not a professor, it's a lecturer. Lecturer, okay. Yeah. That but seems you right when you're talking about food. Yeah. Oh, wow. Okay. <laughs> By the way, funny enough, my wife is also a lecturer when talking about food. <laughs> Sean, three hot dogs are enough. Please put that down. So, uh, Does she have fantastic. a master's in that? She has, <laughs> yes. Whatever the highest degree is, That's what after 25 getting. years, she has that. Now, I do not know the difference between a dietitian and a nutritionist. Though. Oh, no, Steve. <laughs> I We've think only one got of them, a half hour. We guys. just got in here. <laughs> one of them encourages eggs and one does not. <laughs> Pretty sure. But I couldn't tell you which. All right. So just on like a serious note, a registered dietitian is someone that can work in a hospital and can bill. Um, oh. And there's a lot of legal ramifications. So no one, well, basically anybody could be a nutritionist. There's not as many certifications or mm. like st- steps that they have to go through. To do it. So your friend that like lost weight and wants to encourage people to lose weight could call themselves a nutritionist, but they can't call themselves a dietitian. So nutritionists are on, in, they're on Instagram. And then, <laughs> I mean, I'm on Instagram too, but yeah, yes. <laughs> but they're on Instagram pumping their like, they're going to show lifts that they Life do. coach. Right. They're going to be like, this is me deadlifting. Also, eat this. <laughs> here's Buy this a, protein powder. It, it usually is, here's the most amazing diet on earth I discovered four days ago. Right. And I am fully committed for the next three days to stick with it. <laughs> and then it kind of fades And you off. shouldn't be embarrassed that you're not. Yes, exactly right. And I'd like to tell you all about it. Now, the interesting thing is that most dietitians are not food police. Oh. So, like, if you've studied nutrition then you get it and you allow people to eat whatever it is that they want to eat because you work with them 
within their own culture of whatever they do rather than coming in and being like, you can never eat this and you can never eat this. Like if you ever saw that episode of wife swap where the, the lady came in and she like threw all the stuff away and the kids like, you can't do that in my house. Right. <laughs> like that lady was that. not a dietitian. She was, she was just ornery. <laughs> yeah, right. And can we donate to that industry? Cause I would like to support <laughs> dietitians who don't, don't tell you what to eat. And <laughs> yeah, no, I mean, it's, yes. it's funny because whenever I talk in church, I'm all, and we've moved so many times that we always have like the initiatory speaking. Uh, and I'm always like, I'm a dietitian. You don't, I'm not going to judge what you're eating. You can judge what I eat if you want. And afterwards, people were like, you're never coming to my house. So we're talking <laughs> okay. about food culture, and that's a good jump-in point. Do you – come on, you got to admit that when you go to the ward potluck, you got to have a little bit of the evil eye going, what are you people eating? So this is the way that I view it. it, it I call it field research. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so I'm not – I'm not judging what anybody is eating. It's it's their own choice. The reality is is that it's one meal of the day or one meal of their life that yeah, sure. I get to see. So I yeah. really can't diagnose somebody based on one meal. So we, we asked our listeners, and first of all, we need to recognize some listeners. We actually had I believe it's uh, two, right? Two reviewers, yes. L Lastel just gave us the best review. Thank you so much. Five stars and a smiley face. Oh, the smiley hey, face Thank you so much for that. And also, this is a great name. Oin Yoin Laptop. Uh, oh, no. Oh, maybe it's O-I-No-I. And I'm sorry. I can't figure out what this is. Oin Yoin Laptop also gave us a five-star review. Thank you. If, if you review us, uh, especially on uh, either Facebook or on iTunes, podcast apple podcast we'd be happy to read your name thank you so much to our listeners and uh but this week we are talking about food so let's let's talk about this first of all uh some of our listeners wrote in we had some comments first of all christopher moynihan and this has to be talked about first jello so much jello <laughs> is this really still a thing you guys think jello or is it is just still... perpetuated and in, yeah in folklorish ways. I mean, I, I can't think of a time, a, a word, whatever, that I've had Jell-O at in the recent history. But, I mean, it was... It was a, a staple, thing, right, for a long time. For w- maybe when I was a kid. Yeah. I I feel like Watergate salad is more of a thing. But that's just my family. Watergate, Watergate salad. salad. I didn't know <laughs> that was a thing. Is that like Nick, Nixon makes a salad? Yeah. Or... Have you ever heard of this? No. No. no so you use salad. like a green jello packet and then you have, what is it? It's like cottage cheese and pineapple and shame. And, <laughs> and shame. I think there's like whipped cream in it and what? maybe some uh, walnuts. Yeah. yeah, no, I'm pretty sure you're I making this up have. as you're going along. No, what about sweet orange goodness? And olives. <laughs> and olives. Anchovy paste. Peanut butter. <laughs> I wonder if these guys are going to stop me. <laughs> no, it's called what? Watergate salad. Watergate salad. Yeah, I can't For believe you guys why? have never heard of never, Watergate no. salad. I've uh, seen some funky things mixed in with Jello, but I think that whoever, Brother Watergate... Just said, <laughs> we're throwing it all in. Everything yeah. I can find. And then yeah. just throw Clean it out the fridge. You never had sweet orange goodness? <laughs> Probably not the one you're talking about. Well, I, I did, but I repented of it. So yeah. I don't think I'm allowed to talk Jamba? about it anymore. It's a Jamba, new Jamba juice. Is that a... No, it's, a, it's kind of the same thing. It's just like whipped cream, 
cottage cheese, um, oranges, and I think that's it. I no. I'm pretty sure that's it. No, no, I'm not. none. See, of I never. These. I didn't grow up with like Jello, like the whole like carrot yeah, slices like in your Jello and, and like fruit. That wasn't a thing. I have yeah. tried the lime Jello with sour cream. Ugh. Fantastic. <laughs> what? I'm good? not kidding. So good. The really? person who told me about it, I went, no, no, you don't. Took a bite. I'm a little bit of a convert to that. Wow. And I'm admitting it here. <laughs> I might edit this out. Because <laughs> we're all doing staring field at research. You. Just so field our research. family, I think we've been married 25 years. I think we've made Jello twice, maybe <laughs> at best. I'm going to say that's a gone thing. We have it once a year at Thanksgiving. It's a pomegranate jello oh. and then with lots of whipped cream and it's very good but that's about it for us too when i was a kid my mom would make finger jello did you guys ever have that it's something what? else you add in that kind of makes it you just put human fingers <laughs> yes yeah it's a finger based um it's a halloween treat <laughs> yeah no it's uh it's just more of a it just thickens it so that it's when your, mom, when your mom gets out of jail, she'll have to uh, teach us. <laughs> Wait, it was, a, it was a finger of food of Jello. <laughs> I, I know Not if I have anything about. to say about it. You, you make it kind of the super rubbery. Yeah, super rubbery, so that it's like a finger food. And we did that for our kids, so we didn't have to buy them toys. <laughs> Merry Christmas, kids! It's finger Jello. <laughs> it's finger Jello. Forget get out of stocking. We're just giving you finger melts. Jello. Yeah, that's pretty much it. Was that like a Jello jiggler then? Uh huh. Yeah. Oh, I yeah, remember okay. that. Yeah, that's what it was. Yeah, this younger generation knows it as jigglers. That's the that's the fingerless uh, way of eating it. Is. <laughs> yes, because Jello fingers just didn't sound right. Yeah, people weren't yeah. into that finger Jello. I'm, All right, I'm the, done with jiggler. The other big one, of course, funeral potatoes. Is this a thing still? Those have had those recently. are a thing. Yeah, yeah. and it's a cheese. It's cheesy potatoes, right? Yeah, and that yeah. all it's and what I else, love what it. Else, what is Salt? what else is required? To be called funeral potatoes, you can't just mix potatoes and cheese. I've done. Well, that. I'm pretty sure also, it's sour cream a, too, a right? Funeral, I think that's I right. Think. It's, it's a casserole. It dish. has to be in a casserole, right? Right. It has to be crunchy on top, right? Yes. You have to use. Do you have to use cereal on top? <laughs> like cornflakes. <laughs> I well, like think the crunch flakes. is important. <laughs> Frosted, like Sour Patch Kids cereal. <laughs> yeah, Fruit Loops. You put the Fruit Loops over the top, <laughs> right? Nice. Some crackling oat bran right yeah. across the top. We actually call that Watergate funeral potatoes. <laughs> we throw everything in it we can think of. Right there, so. you go. <laughs> no, but are funeral potatoes? You think it's still a thing? Yes. I, yeah, I actually think it would be insulting. Like you have someone in your neighborhood passes away you're bringing in food mm. if you actually bring funeral potatoes i think it's now insulting <laughs> you so, just call it something else so <laughs> resurrection potatoes <laughs> <laughs> so good you keep coming back for more resurrection you potatoes. thought you were done eating them but no so yeah i don't think funeral potatoes i think that people make them still I guess well there cravings. was a big stink right because didn't was it somebody some company Decided they were going to make funeral potatoes and sell them like at a, as yeah. a packet. Oh, so now you can't call it that. It's well, you they could. But it. I, Did I, they call it funeral potatoes? I don't remember. No, I don't know. Casseroles were big in the seventies. Yeah. I think it's because of like Corningware and Tupperware. <laughs> like you had the Corningware. Yeah. That was all you had to cook in. So you make yeah. a casserole. Then you had all the Tupperware to store it in. Right. And I think I think. I think maybe the impetus to the whole thing was these are dishes that will go a long way. Right. Right. Whereas now we have, tell me if this is a 
something from the Latter-day Saint culture. Uh, Hawaiian haystacks. Oh, yeah. That is something, yeah. Right? I, don't know if I feel it's, like that's more... No one outside the church eats Hawaiian haystacks, which is or like... Or potato bars. Well, yeah. Like I've a, seen those outside bars. of... Yeah. You've seen a potato bar outside? O- outside yeah. of the church. Of I think okay. definitely yeah. the Hawaiian haystack. I had never heard of it. By the way, nothing Hawaiian about it. No, nope. I would well, pause the it. There's pineapple. The pineapple. <laughs> yeah. I would pause it. And those it. little crunchy, crunchy sticks. Those I, are Hawaiian, I would right? Pause they it kind that, of feel Hawaiian. <laughs> that no Hawaiian has ever eaten those haystacks. No. <laughs> Not Ken, called it that. you lived in Hawaii. Yes. As we've discussed before. Did you have the haystacks? And are they just called haystacks there? <laughs> are they literally just no. having haystacks? It's just <laughs> called rice. I mean, rice is kind of a, that's a, that's yeah. a Hawaiian thing. And then, uh, and then the pineapple. And but the spam. No, they, didn't, they didn't call it that. It was. Uh, you got Spam. Well, spam. Yeah, that's spam. A, then that's, it's a masubi. At that do point. they include? That's what's interesting. I haven't had spam in my Hawaiian haystacks. Which, right. if it's going to be true, if it's authentic, it you be better spam, have spam. Right? <laughs> and let's ask the dietitian: How bad is spam? It's as bad as people think, right? I mean, like it's not good for you. Yeah, okay, that's all we needed here. I just or needed confirmation. <laughs> and I, I just... also see the the spam light. Who are they marketing that to? Right. <laughs> <laughs> I'm super health conscious. Yeah, like, but I but I got to get my fix. I, but I gotta spam. get spam. I love my spam. I just can't give it up. But yeah, but no. yeah, I think yeah. So I think that's what casseroles and it's was with the... something that went a long way, and now it's been replaced by Hawaiian haystacks or a pasta dish. That, I, oh yeah, I right. think in the 1970s, which is kind of what we're talking about here with the casseroles. I think in the 1970s, it was a lot of. I forgot to go shopping on Saturday. What do I have? A can of chicken soup, cream of chicken soup. Yes, I was going to bring up the creams. Yeah, they had (laughs) all the cream. And the green beans and the chicken and whatever it was, they would cook it, add a can of soup, and that was it. Throw some tater tots on top. Man, those were good times. I love that. Yeah, (laughs) I kind of would like if that would come back. Those are good. You just got to have a baby. Tater tots? That's what everybody brings. That's good Sunday nap food right there. (laughs) (laughs) Eat too much of that. coma. So, Steve, as as the one and only single Latter-day Saint guy here, what does a single guy eat? As the one and only single Latter-day Saint (laughs) ever. (laughs) The one and only single Latter-day Saint left. I mean, my fridge looks really dumb. My fridge is like, okay, we got some ketchup in there. And uh, has it expired? Some old sodas. Are you ever tempted to make a casserole like an old soda ketchup casserole? Yeah, because I bought one of those, uh, the fancy, the Instapots or whatever. Mm. I bought one of those. So Uh I was like, I'm going to use this. I'm proud of you, man. And I've used it a couple times. My roommates have used it more than I have. I I think the Instapot is the new casserole. (laughs) Whatever you can make in an Instapot. It is, for sure. The Instapot is definitely the new Crock-Pot. Yes. It's a new crock pot, yeah. right? Because yeah. I think that's where yeah, yeah, that was yeah. the progression, right? As you went from the casserole to the crock pot, now I think now we're stepping into the Instapot. Instapot. Oh my gosh, I never put that all together, but you're right. <laughs> I mean, seriously. It because was that the... was the crock pot. The whole reason was you could like make it easier for yourself. Yeah. Same thing with a casserole. Because you together. just throw in the ingredients, and a short 49 hours later, you're ready <laughs> to eat. It's falling off the bones. <laughs> Delicious. The pot takes that down to six minutes. <laughs> yeah. That's impressive. All right, that's pretty good. All right, this leads us This portion the... of the episode brought to you by Instapot. Yeah, why Instapot. don't we have sponsors from and, and pumpkin spice spam. Did you guys see that? <laughs> I did see that. You heard about that? No. It's still not luring me. No. It's a thing that's happening just this year, which I think everybody should try it. <laughs> it's, like the, it's like the unicorn from Starbucks, which nobody in here knows about, but 
being from not here. <laughs> being from it, it's a very limited here. time thing where it's like you just have to try it because when else in your life are you going to try this thing? Yeah. yeah, but I still don't know that I want to try pumpkin spice spam. I, uh, Maybe if it was pumpkin spice treat, I could go there. Do you guys yeah. not know what treat, treat is? No, treat? treat's like the knockoff spam. Oh, God. if you're too poor to buy a poor man's wait, spam. Wait, 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 wait. <laughs> <laughs> Who is too poor to buy spam? Who are they marketing to? What does it cost? Eleven cents? What could this stuff be? What's it called? Treat. That treat. treat that high no, price can of spam. <laughs> wow, treat. Speaking of treats, <laughs> have you know? I mean, this is definitely latter day saint culture. Any activity, any event has refreshment, has a treat yeah. at the end. I stood. This is just in our ward that I'm in right now, and uh, this is, I guess, last year when they would do the priesthood opening exercises. And the deacons would get up. We're doing a service project at Sister Johnson's house, and then we're having pizza. And the teachers get up, and it's like, we're going to be doing spike ball, and then we're having donuts. And, uh, and it was like after everything. And then the, then the high priest group leader gets up, and he's like, we're going to be doing a, uh, we're doing a service project at so-and-so's house. And I yelled from the back, uh, who's bringing the donuts? Like, is there going to be? Because I couldn't believe, after every announcement there was, and there will be food, and there will be food. And this is what I talk about, <laughs> referring to culture and food. And the elders' quorum, we're going to the donuts first, then to the insulin shots. That's where we're heading. Yeah, no, it's it's crazy. Whenever I was the young men's president, we obviously, like, you still need to have food because a lot of them are coming straight from school. But we would have pizza, but I'd also have oranges and bananas because the dietician in me was like, we can still do healthy stuff. And then You'd at the end surprised. of the night... You'd have oranges and bananas. <laughs> no, like you didn't. The, they were the kids all over would it. take them home. They're like, I haven't had an orange in so long. And the ward that I was in wasn't like a wealthy ward, and so they might not have had fruit oh, yeah. for mm. a while. Yeah, yeah. I think you that's know? great. But but it's true. Like there's always something. And whenever you are in like leadership, and they're like, okay, who's going to sign up to bring what for the linger longer? Yeah. Um, I would always be like, I'll bring the drinks. Because water's free, and it's already here. <laughs> Can someone unlock the kitchen? I'll bring the drinks. So let's talk. Uh, let's talk uh, a little bit about ward dinners, since we're kind of on that track. Uh, my own mother, Susan Rapier, sent in a message that uh, that says that they used to have a thing called Dima Dip, which just sounds horrible. I would never go to that anyway. Uh, the idea is you bring your own food, you put it on the buffet table, then when you get to the end of the line, you pay the cashier 10 cents per scoop of food on your plate, hence the name Dima Dip. And John Dye says he remembers it well. It's when they were trying to put together the building fund, that it was a fundraiser thing. And he says, the biggest problem was making sure you knew which dish the cat lady in the ward made so you could avoid it at all costs. <laughs> the health department would be all over that. Honest, 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 and listeners, just be honest. You know that there are a couple of dishes at the ward dinner you're avoiding because of who made them, purely because <laughs> of who made them. Is that is that a thing? That oh, you yeah. avoid dishes? That there are certain things, certain, certain foods you're going to avoid because of who made them. Well, I've shared with you before, Sean, <laughs> the wetter the dish, 
the less interested I am in it because the more bacteria it breathe. just seems like a right? petri dish. Yeah, it just seems like there's more room for cat hair, like John John Dye was saying. There's more room for something to have gotten in there and gone unnoticed. Yeah. Yeah, I'm, I could agree with that. Yeah. yeah, that's a great, great philosophy too. The wetter the dish, it's got me this far. The more you avoid it, yeah. avoid it like the plague. So there's the a bowl of pretzels. You're like, this is it. That's me. <laughs> yeah, anything that's been brought it. from the store, that's your safest bet. Let me just tell you, on the pretzels or croutons or any of that stuff, it's got tongs or a spoon or keep walking. <laughs> because if you got everybody from the ward reaching into that thing, no. No. Mm-hmm. no, yeah, and everybody's shaking each other's hands, and it's going to get, yeah, that's a that's a yeah, that's not good. That's so one of my favorite things to see at the Ward Potluck is the, whether it's potato salad, cookies, whatever it is, you can tell darn well that it was bought at a store, but it's been put in a nice <laughs> bowl, a little garnish, maybe a little paprika over the top. Sister Johnson, you're not fooling anybody. It's obvious that it's Smith's potato salad or Costco <laughs> or whatever, but they try to pass it off. Yeah. That's a thing. I right? don't know. I wouldn't try. I mean, just like it's in the container. Have at it. Just open the <laughs> container. <laughs> just you go to the singles linger longer. There's got to be. Are there people trying to it's impress all each store other? bought at that Is point. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> no, there are people who try to impress. But for the most part, I think it's like you go to a singles thing and it's like everybody brought chips. And then like one person was like, oh, we're supposed to bring real food. And like, you're like, yeah, I'm pretty sure I did that once. I'm pretty sure I brought asparagus to a YSA oh, linger wow. longer. And like no one else brought like food they made. It was all packaged. Food. Yeah. And they're like, well, how are we supposed to eat this asparagus? Because <laughs> we don't have forks and we don't have plates. I was like, uh, just I, I, I got to be honest. I'm amazed you ever got married, Zach. I, got, <laughs> I know. She's amazing. This guy? Yeah, she's an amazing woman. Married the asparagus guy from the single sport. <laughs> but you stood out, right? I, right. I mean, yeah. you were the asparagus I, guy. I was the asparagus guy. That's like, impressive. I'm not going to go with Doritos fire. I'm going with asparagus guy. <laughs> that kid brought Takis. He's definitely. Yeah. yeah no, we, thanks, we, corn chips. We went to one of the linger longers in a single adult ward where uh, where I was going. And like over time, we did it every month. Over time, fewer people brought stuff, yeah. but more people showed up. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so it was like suddenly we needed a miracle to feed everybody, whatever. <laughs> and we got one because one of the guys in the ward owned a pizza place. And he literally said, if everyone's willing to hang tight for 45 minutes... Four of us went over to his pizza place. He unlocked it. We made pizzas for everybody on a that's Sunday awesome. that's a, and that's brought an it back. Story. And I, well, what it inspired was no one's ever going to bring food again. So we had fresh hot pizza <laughs> right. again on a Sunday at a linger longer. Okay, wait. So I'm thinking about this. You guys don't know about Watergate salad or sweet orange goodness, and you're mentioning the wet stuff. Have you ever had frog eye salad? Oh, for sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, all right. Like, yeah. I'm not. Just totally out there. No, but where you live in the South, it's different. We don't actually put frog eyes in it. Oh, what? That's completely different than how you guys do it in the South. It's totally different. Yeah, we use the whole thing down there. Yeah. (laughs) Waste not, want not. Right. All right. So another big Latter-day Saint culture thing with food, food on your mission. Mm -hmm. Everybody has that one dining experience that you go, yeah, no. And then you you don't want to be rude. Any of you guys have that? I think everybody has a story where they tried to put 
because you don't want to be rude so bad that you want to make it look like you ate it. So <laughs> you decide, I'll hide it. And uh, I, I definitely put some chicken, and I'm not even sure what it was, to be honest, some, <laughs> some meat into a napkin in my pocket. And uh, I, I think I'm trying to remember how this came about because I, I know it was like revealed somehow that I <laughs> you got caught it was and, dog. and I think they thought like oh my gosh you're starving you want to take it home <laughs> that <laughs> is so they gave us like tinfoil of oh. more of the stuff that I hated oh that poor elder yeah yeah look at you you're yeah. so skinny where did you serve uh, Montreal Canada oh. yeah, yeah. Ken, you got one? Yeah, I was. Uh, so I served in Portugal, and for the most part, it's it's fairly safe. But I, I, I was at someone's house, and uh, well, two stories real quick. One of them was I ate horse. I had nice. no idea what it was. It just it was served as a beef. Now, would you have eaten it if you knew it was horse? Well, I just sort of felt like every cowboy <laughs> would hate me. <laughs> <laughs> I, uh, I, prob- I probably would have. Um, I just surprised. I didn't didn't taste significantly different or anything. It's fine. But uh, I was at someone's house, not a not a wealthy family, and they served octopus. Mm. Oh, I love just, octopus. Just kind of boiled, not not uh, just boiled. <laughs> yeah, because like it's show. not rubbery not, enough. Not yeah. uh, <laughs> boil it. Let's get it a little more. Not uh, what am I trying to think of? The uh, starts with the calamari. C. Yeah, calamari, calamari. Not calamari. It was no. It was, I mean, I've had octopus at Italian that restaurants. It was just real rubbery. I and I cut mm. into it, and it had something in it, and I was like, "Ink this?" No, she's like, "Oh, those are the eggs. Like you got the lucky one." And I was like, "Yeah, <laughs> I've always so been lucky. lucky. <laughs> I win." And it was, it was pretty, I mean, my it, luck. It didn't taste uh, terrible. It was, it was weird. It was funky. Yeah, it was a funky. That was not good. Yeah, but uh, what was the other one? Well, the other one was horse. I was oh, say. the horse. So I had yeah, the horse, yeah. and then I had octopus. Horse and octopus. What do you got, Zach? Yeah, so... Where'd you serve? I served Oklahoma, Tulsa. Yeah. Yeah, so the weirdest thing that I ate... Because, I mean, that's a standard question, right? You come home from your mission, and everybody's like, what was the weirdest thing you ate? Not like, what's the most spiritual experience that you yeah, had? Yeah, sure. <laughs> but, but my answer was, like, I had this chicken dish, like Steve. Like, I don't know what it was, but it was, like, not how I had eaten chicken before. <laughs> and so it was just, like, wasn't good. But then the second time was around the holidays, people decide that they need to like feed the missionaries more. They have more charity at the time. And so we got a lot of sweet potato pie. Mm. And my companion didn't eat sweet potato pie. <laughs> so I ate a lot so of sweet that, potato pie. I love sweet potato pie, <laughs> right? man. It's so good. That's awesome. But yeah, that was, that was not a bad experience. Yeah. Just a lot of experience. <laughs> so I, I served down in Chile down the south of Chile, uh, where there were a lot of odd things, you know, blood sausage and things like that. But the strangest, and I'll try to be delicate in how I share this, uh, you know, in Chile, you live with another family. They call it a pension. You live with the family. You rent a room out, basically. We did that. It includes your meals and mm-hmm. stuff. Yeah. So I moved into Steve, a did city. Did you do that in Montreal? No, no, yeah, never. Oklahoma, yeah, <laughs> that was really a chilly thing, and and apparently a Portugal thing. We didn't get the meals, but we got. But, oh, yeah. it's fantastic! We had our laundry done, our room cleaned every day, all the meals. Your laundry done. Now that's interesting because we did. when yeah, you're eating odd foods, <laughs> <laughs> sometimes three times a day we're changing. <laughs> um, so. 
We moved in with a family where the father was in the house, was a veterinarian. His primary job was making sure that bulls don't reproduce. Oh, yeah. And he would bring home the fruits of his labors, (laughs) the leftovers. And one night he walked in with a big bull. It was my second night there. And my companion said, I've actually grown to love these things. Oh, my word. (laughs) And the mother of the house would cook them up and... Deep that was it. Yeah. How, how would yeah. you cook them? How fried. would you make them? Yeah. They'd be fried up. And okay. I, within a week, it was one of my favorite foods on my mission. Mm-hmm. It was absolutely fantastic. Any those other? Those are called Rocky Mountain oysters, right? Uh, I yeah. feel like those are think, sheep. Yeah. I think but those same. are. Yeah. I think these are bulls. They're, they're different. Gotcha. They're just not right. They call them bulls on parade. <laughs> no, I don't know. <laughs> Uh, they, they, uh, in the Midwest, they call them the Chicago Bulls, as a matter of fact. <laughs> However, uh, so any, anything else on, uh, on Latter-day Saint food culture that we're missing? I mean, you got the Sunday dinner. Your family does the Sunday dinner, Ken? Yeah, as far as, I mean, yeah. We, I mean, we all eat together, and there's, there's a few meals that kind of always, like, reappear, right? Like, yeah. for a lot of people, it's the roast and potatoes and yeah. that kind of a thing. And we do, we often do a tri-tip. Yeah. Um, or we'll do uh, a full, like, chicken or two chickens because we're a big family. Yeah. And uh, and then Katie recently started this thing on Fast Sundays. We do, like, a pizza. It's just all out. We make the dough and we do homemade pizzas. Holy cow. So that's I'm kind coming of, to your house. Yeah. Zach, big family dinner, Sundays? No. I was Not talking to Ken about this before. Like, we're not near anybody. We're an island unto ourselves. But you are a family. You are allowed to have dinner together. Yes. No, I mean, like, we have dinner together. A lot of times we'll do, like, a breakfast for dinner type thing. Yeah. But, yeah, it's not like we gather everybody around and do all of it. Steve, what does the single uh, Sunday dinner look like? It looks similar to the one that I had growing up. And usually it wasn't necessarily the Sunday dinner that was fancy. It was the Sunday whatever meal was after church. Yeah. And um, yeah, yeah, yeah. my dad was a big, this is going to sound like I'm getting sidetracked, but my dad liked the show Matlock. A lot. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And he no, had a gray suit. I see suit. where you're going with this. Yeah. <laughs> there were some Makes good sense. cooking lessons on Matlock. Yeah, you know how Steve, Matlock. Steve, thank you for sharing that. That's all the time we <laughs> There we go. That's enough. That's all we have time for. Matlock loved hot dogs, if you watch the show, and so did my dad. And so after church, he would make hot dogs and grilled onions. And uh, I don't know why, but I get home from church, and that's what I want now. Yeah, Yeah. that's awesome. what, What kind of hot dogs are we talking here? Like the pink ones? No, like, like, yeah, the Costco stuff. Yeah, the real deal. Costco dogs are good. Going in serious, yeah. We tend to do, uh, I tend to do the smoked, whatever, tri-tip or, uh, you know, pork belly or whatever. I smoke something for several hours. and But why? I don't know why. It doesn't matter what time we have church. We have dinner at four. Huh. Only on Sundays. Why do we do dinner at such a weird hour? Is that a thing or is that just my family? No, like you no, were saying, I, yeah. the bigger meals like earlier in the day, it's, right? But yeah. it's not a real meal time. Why provides do we do you uh, <laughs> provides you nap time so you don't feel like weird? Oh, yeah. Like if and you eat at four, later. you can go to sleep at five. <laughs> yeah, but then you go and then wake like... up at six and have ice cream. <laughs> <laughs> That's according to the word of wisdom. I <laughs> yes, believe. Right, I'm pretty sure. Right. Early to bed in the afternoon, <laughs> early to wake up and yeah. continue. 
Well, anything else we want to cover? We're getting pretty close to time here. Any other random thoughts on Latter-day Saint food? Is there anything we're missing that's part of our culture when it comes to food? As you guys can tell, we don't have a script for this stuff. We could it's, get into like soda. There's a lot of topics. Yeah, yeah I mean, could, I mean, we, I could go for days. Soda, <laughs> yeah, soda's a big one, and in Utah, all the sodas are big ones. Right, they're all <laughs> 60, energy drinks, sixty-four and one hundred and twenty-eight ounces, and the yeah. special shop like the Soda Licious and the yeah, a lot of specialty yeah. shops, yeah. and a lot more boldness since Elder Uchtdorf. Talked about soda. a certain diet soda that was unnamed. Yeah. <laughs> and also since BYU campus now. Yeah. Allowed it. Yeah. Yeah. BYU is now selling full on. So does that give someone like, I used to show up, I'd show up at award activity with a Pepsi and I'd get a few of those glares. Are we past those days? Um, I don't know they would glare them. at you because it's Pepsi. It's supposed <laughs> to be Diet Coke. <laughs> I'm a Pepsi guy. I, I don't like any of them, one. but yeah. Yeah. Really? Come she's on a, now. She's a Diet Dr. Pepper person. Yeah. Yeah. Is yeah. That your wife? Yeah. Yeah. Well, I think that we're going to wrap things up on the note of soda, because I'm going to go get one here in a moment. <laughs> but uh, we're going to wrap up with a new segment, which is our inspiration. What inspiration did you receive during this whole thing? Were you inspired by anything? Did you learn something new? What was the inspiration? What did you learn this week? The end of sharing time. What did you learn from having been here? You're asking the listeners, right? I'm asking you guys. Oh, Ken? I learned the difference between a nutritionist and a dietitian. Oh, and I okay. love dietitians. <laughs> <laughs> Me too. Steve? Hmm. Oh, boy. Uh, I mean, I'm still thinking about spam. I learned that I actually really like spam. Oh. I, think, I think I'd try spam light. Yeah. <laughs> Even though that doesn't treat. make any you sense. You should go for treat. I will try pumpkin yeah. spice. Oh, spam. that was it. I learned treat exists. Yeah. And it sounds like Vienna Sausage is just trying to repackage <laughs> and rebrand. Probably. Zach, what did you learn this week? Oh, so many things. That Hawaiian haystacks? No, I'm just kidding. I knew that Hawaiian haystacks were Hawaiian. Um... I guess the potato bar. I thought that that was definitely an LDS thing. Mm. Gotcha. I didn't know that that was like bigger broader, than Utah. Broader audience. Yeah. And I learned that there's a jello salad named after one of the most shameful parts of American history. <laughs> <laughs> the Watergate salad. And you pretty much throw it all out there. So, mm. Well, listen, folks, we really appreciate you tuning in and listening to our musings on all things Latter-day Saint culture. We'll have another episode coming up. Be sure to subscribe to us. Leave us a review wherever you're listening. We will read your name on the air because we love you. We appreciate it. And next week, we'll have yet another topic for you. We look forward to that. But until then, we are... Ken Craig. Steve Solberg. And Zach Cordell. And I'm Sean Rapier. We'll see you next time. (laughs) 